0: Every Sunday night at 11 o'clock, you can hear music, humor, and talk. Dave makes a laugh, and he makes the time fly. Sixty minutes of Dave's gone by. dib come gone by, come i gone by, i dib gum by, dib come i by. gum i gum i gum i Since 2002, Dave Lefkowitz has hosted the coolest, nuttiest talk show on local radio, with sketches, commentary, and celebrity guests. Sunday nights at 11 on this station. 12.40 WGBB, the station that serves your community. Yeah! Greetings from Long Island, where every highway is a sunrise. It's time for Dave's Gone By, an hour of comedy, talk, and music brought to you by Total Theater with your host, Dave Lefkowitz. You've never heard anything like it, so sit back, relax, squeal if you must. Here's the host of Dave's Gone By, Dave! Tropical hot dog night!
1: I shoot flamingos in a fruit
2: fight.
0: Every
2: cover of day,
0: Whirling around at night. Well, there goes the Daymerhood. Welcome, everybody, on this November 11th, Veterans Day, 2007, to the 246th episode of Dave's Gone By, the Palace of Athena episode which I will explain momentarily as soon as I introduce myself, Dave Lefkowitz, and my guest co-host, as usual, Jeffrey Goodman. Hey, Dave. Hey, Jeff.
3: And I would just like to add our sentiments, too, that we thank all the veterans out there. Yeah, we do. In, on veterans.
0: Day. Whatever your thoughts about the Iraq War, or any war in general, because uh, you know, I'm for it, I like killing, but... Um, no, <laughs> hey, no I can't. I'm not for it, of course not, but... We've got to thank the people who go out there and risk their lives
3: for us day after day. day after,
0: or, or gave their lives. If, if, uh, well, yeah. that's more for Memorial Day, but it's both. Yeah. So, if you're a veteran of any kind and you're listening to this thank program... You.
3: Thank you very much. Thank you very, very much. much. Thank the nice best thing that everyone's
0: done for us. And if you're listening to this program, we know that you've had residual problems from your service. So, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, speaking of residual problems, let's thank our sponsors. Yay! Okay. Who are... Minute
3: Minuteman Press. The
0: copy kings of Broadway.
3: right of class on...
0: Moments. And 10% off for Dave's Gone By listeners at Ulit Minuteman Speaking Press. Speaking of off, isn't there a publication that gives a big percentage off? It's something like 30%. It's like
3: I think it's exactly $80 off. percent Something
0: off. like, yeah. Off Performing Arts Insider.
3: The Bible of Broadway.
0: Now, granted, Broadway... It's a little helter-skelter at the moment. We'll talk about that in a while. But just that's okay, because
3: if you have your Performing Arts Insider, you can look and see what you're not seeing.
0: Very well. I mean, we should have that as the slogan of the next issue. Here's what you're not seeing. Performing Arts Insider. Find out more about it. See, but, but, the magazine Broadway, goes but you on, know what's good? They, what's can good? The, they list everything on Off-Broadway, too. Yeah. So that They're all running. So, yeah, it's still a very, very handy and useful magazine, even if Broadway's on strike. And, and as long as Broadway's on strike, you know what people could do? What's that? Get a mortgage.
3: Right.
0: Yeah, exactly. If you've got the money, you're, you're not spending $120 on a theater ticket, you can save up for a mortgage at mortgagesrock.com. Good segue there. And mortgagesrock.com also teaches you how to give your friends and neighbors mortgages as well. It's all there at...
3: Mortgagesrock.com dot com.
0: Mortgagesrock.com.
3: And once you, once you get that house in the mortgage,
0: uh-huh. you know what you're totally ready for. What are we ready for?
3: A party. Yeah, yeah. Can have a party with fancy schmancy balloons
0: and fancy schmancy. What do you what do you guys do at fancy? We're party
3: decorators. Yeah, we we only decorate the most fabulous parties in town. With what? With balloons and other centerpieces, and centerpieces, we do all sorts the of theme parties, bar mitzvahs, sweet sixteens. We'll do a wedding. We'll, we'll have a, a doggy mitzvah if you want.
0: <laughs> have you ever done a doggy mitzvah?
3: No. Oh, wouldn't that be great, though?
0: Yes, I mean I've seen that on TV on one of the, these pet shows where the guy had a dog. Oh, really? Mitzvah. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. It was it was pretty horrible. Fantastic.
3: Did the dog bark the Torah?
0: <laughs> you should see what I did to the pointer. I don't know what that means. Well, it was a German pointer, but you know... He
3: was very attached to the rabbit.
0: <laughs> but anywho, what's the number of... Um, that
3: would be 516-797-3229. Call Fancy Schmancy Balloons and ask for me, what was my name?
0: Jeff Goodman at Fancy Schmancy Balloons, 516 797 And if people
3: listen to Dave's gone by, Dave, how much should I give them off?
0: Um, how's,
3: how's 15%? 15% is pretty good.
0: Is that, or is that a little much, or is it good? No, that's fine. Until when? What's, what's the deadline for this? The end of the month. End of the month. From now until November 30th.
3: So just sign that contract, and you get 15% off.
0: And Jeff writes are good to begin with, and he has helium. So there you go. That's right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes, the helium shortage not a fancy-spancy, line.
0: If you need helium. So we got it. Jeff's, Jeff has the helium. Yay!
3: But you can't breathe it in. Why not? It's dangerous. Is it really? Yeah, of
0: course. I thought no, I thought it was harmless. You just take a little in, your voice changes. Who cares?
3: Dave, you're not breathing in oxygen, which your body needs.
0: For a moment.
3: Yeah, but you know.
0: It's not like you're going into a helium chamber for well, you two, are, two you hours. hours. And
3: also, people who inhale directly from the tank could burst their lungs. Cause, really? Oh God, there's there's like almost three thousand pounds of pressure there. Or your little alveoli will be like little balloons going pop, pop, pop,
0: and then it's happened, and then they die from asphyxiation oh, because you can't breathe. You know, this is, I hate to say this, but my wife's father's friend was inebriated at one point, And he was with friends and some this was years and years ago. And they were at, I guess it was a gas station, and it's a true story. And they came across the thing where you blow up um, your tires in your air.
1: Mm-hmm. And he
0: said, wouldn't it be funny? Wouldn't it be a, a real hoot if I put this up my tush? <laughs> yeah, he was inebriated, apparently. It was not not really a hoot. Filled her up. Uh, yeah, he died. What? He did. Yeah, he, <laughs> he died. <laughs> he, exploded. he died. Yeah, he put this thing in. It was as you said, thousands of pounds of pressure going right into his, you know, his hoo ha. <laughs> yeah. He died. Yes, he did, but he got a lot of extra miles. <laughs> Yeah, no, sad story. I'm just, I know. It's tragic and yet funny at he the like same time. He burst
1: his intestines He
0: burst his intestines open, yes. Oh, man. I wonder, can you do a partying with that theme? <laughs> what? We sure. were talking about Jeff's theme parties. Like, he did an amazing race theme this past weekend. So Which was fabulous. It was can just you, great. Can you have a burst intestines theme? Sure. Just have, serve the food raw. <laughs> no, what you, what you do is. You just, it's, it's sausage in the middle of the party, and then, like, a <laughs> Okay, here comes a meal. Well, actually, you get the balloon animal guy to do that. Yeah, he has these long things, and he pops them, and he, but he fills them with, like, you know, red cool. dye or something. <laughs> oh, yeah,
3: because everyone loves having red dye. <laughs> clothes. <laughs>
0: That's my kind of party. Like, like Carrie. He was just <laughs> running around screaming in misery. That's a party. It's not really a party unless someone Dave, dies. Did we
3: tell you what we're doing for your, your <laughs> birthday? We're throwing a prom. Would you like to come?
0: Oh yeah. John
3: Travolta will be there. But too. you can't
0: have a bucket of, of animal blood. It has to be feces. If you if you if I walk in, no, it has to be blood pocket. with
3: that one big glob going over your left eye.
0: Yeah. Okay. <gasps> ah! Ah! Anywho, but then
3: your house will have to implode on itself and sink into the ground.
0: No, no, I like my house. Plus, I was still well, twenty years on the mortgage. Don't, there. don't
3: remember at the end of the house went into the ground. Vaguely, and, and yeah. And the girl was dreaming, and
0: the hand came. The out. The hand came out. Oh, of course, everybody really remembers the hand coming out. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, we don't have to go. Well, I don't have the budget to do that kind of party. But the, the bucket of excrement. Um,
3: so, so for your next birthday, you give me permission... Wait, are you giving me permission to dump a bucket of excrement on your head for your next birthday? If
0: you do it with taste. If you do it will Or maybe actually, you know, my, my wife and I are having our 10th anniversary you know, coming up. I think...
3: Oh, you still love that.
0: <laughs> two, two buckets. No, no, I won't, I won't do it to her,
3: but to you. I think we should have a radio contest. Whoever, Whoever calls in with the best idea for, for Dave's birthday party, will we'll be able to dump a bucket of extra on his head uh, with me on his birthday.
0: Well, the thing is, the, which is the is bucket Dave? has to be plastic or very light. So I don't want to get hurt by it. by Oh, no, we're not even going like to... The bucket
3: will never hit your head, because we're just going to turn it over and plop it right on you. Now, now when is your birthday, Dave? <laughs> you think
0: I'm telling you after that?
3: Well, as far as I'm concerned, it's next week. <laughs>
0: Is, is it,
3: isn't your birthday November 18th?
0: No, 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 no. I won't even be around here. I'll be in When, is, when so. is your birthday? January. I'm an Aquarius. January what? With my feces rising. I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say oh. on the air.
3: January 3rd. We're going to dump a bucket. January
0: 3rd. Okay. Well, anyway,
3: New Year's. It's New Year's Eve. I need to. I Happy mean, New Year! Here's a bucket of feces for Dave.
0: <laughs> well, you know, it would, it would be memorable. I'm going to look it up right now. I mean, all here. these people, they're going to New York, there's confetti falling on them. Imagine.
3: We can get drunk and puke and feces.
0: We'll just pass the bucket
3: at Times Square. Wow. wow. And then we'll let it wait for a couple of days, because that'll be really nice.
0: <laughs> and the people listening to this program right now, are like, what are they doing? What's wrong with these people? This used to be such a nice show. <laughs> well, anyway. It, no, gonna... it's
3: never been a nice show. <laughs> we're always in the
0: neighborhood. days. That's true. Well, I'm going to dump a bucket of music on you. Like, well, I don't want to hear any music. I like talking oh. about feces. Well, well, do you want to talk about Broadway? Yes. So we have to take a commercial, and then we're going to talk about Broadway, and okay. then we've got Athena Reif coming up um, after that. So don't go away. I promise we're going to clean things up just a little
3: bit. A little handy wipe needed.
0: <laughs> well, oh, really? Oh, yeah, I didn't realize we were that excited. We'll be right back after this message. Oh, I, I just got a phone call from my wife, Joyce, and uh, she wants to hold the bucket. <laughs> no problem. Inside Broadway, brought to you by Total Theater's Performing Arts Insider, your everything theater guide. Yes, Inside Broadway, from, from completely classless humor, we go to the class, the grace, the, the beauty of Broadway. Broadway. Except it's class dismissed, ladies and gentlemen. What we've been worrying would happen and warned would happen for the past few weeks, has come to pass as of Saturday morning. The stage managers for three quarters... Stage hands. Excuse me. that's um, You're right. Stage hands for um, three quarters of the shows on Broadway have walked off, and they're on strike.
3: And mostly all the popular shows.
0: Well, yeah. Well, except Young Frankenstein.
3: We and, were talking... Uh, and the
0: Poppins. Mary oh, Poppins is very popular. I almost said the Poppins B-word, but... Yeah, no. Actually, there are very few shows on Broadway, at least at this moment, that are in particular trouble. There are a lot of them were doing pretty darn well. Even the plays were doing okay for for plays, especially if they were in institutional settings, which are not affected by the strike. So, but, but as, as we both were saying in the, uh, the pre-show to this, Mel Brooks has to be the luckiest man alive because. Yes, Young Frankenstein opened, and the reviews were all over the place. Some people loved it, some hated it, a lot of people were in the middle. And he really needed to build on the word of mouth and to keep it going. Well, go figure. Young Frankenstein is in one of those theaters not affected by the strike. So if people were deciding yes or no, or maybe they should see Wicked instead or Phantom of the Opera, well, they're not. <laughs> They're going to go see Young Frankenstein or Mary Poppins. Or Sanadu. Sanadu is still running. That's uh, What else is running?
3: Cymbeline.
0: The, well, that's anything in an institutional theater. Cymbeline is Lincoln Center. Right. And Mauritius. Mary Poppins, <laughs> Mauritius,
3: Pygmalion.
0: Uh-huh. What else? The Ritz. Oh, the Ritz, right. The, best, the one
3: you should really go see is the Ritz.
0: Ritz is really good, yeah.
3: 25th Annual Spelling Bee.
0: Uh-huh. And by the way...
3: And Sanadu and Young Frankenstein. I should
0: mention that um, this was the week that 25th Annual Putnam County Spelling Bee has announced its closing date. And so they're lucky enough to keep running now, but they are going to be closing uh, in the middle of January. So if you haven't seen it, it's a really funny book. I don't think the score is up to William Finn's usual standards, but certainly worth a look. and, and and if you're going to go see something else during the holiday season, you might as well see this because it's there and the Longest Day Do. It's running. You know who I feel really bad for? Yeah, the people who came to see Duran Duran. It's not even a Broadway show. I know, it's so hysterical. Well, were there any people who came to see Duran Duran? Yeah. Oh, really? It did it really. It's, it has quite an advance. Well, not anymore. They got to give it all back. I, yeah. But and because they're a limited run, Duran Duran is doing this concert in one of the Broadway theaters, and they were only supposed to be there for a couple of days. I mean, maybe a week or two, yeah. and and they, they got they're getting shut out because again they're in a house where you have stage ma- uh, stagehands moving scenery around and they can't get up they can't do the show they can't do the concert. Oh well, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just unbelievable. It's like well, it's not unbelievable. Broadway has struck before. Yes, well, this, uh, but I,
3: I, I just really don't think... I think the union's in a lot of trouble this time because...
0: Why don't you, as succinctly as you can, right, explain well, what the issue is here.
3: The issue is job security as far as the, the um, union is concerned because they want to keep the, these um, minimums. They have to have a, hire a certain minimum number of uh, stagehands to move in and out a show and, right. and run a show, even if they're not needed.
0: So... Yeah, which which the average American person just does not like me right. does not get. I mean, and, and who doesn't want to be paid for not working? I, but yeah. we understand the concept of a of a an owner of a manager of a uh, the boss not wanting to pay someone who does nothing who is, is, doesn't need and to be and
3: there. And basically, the two sides are talking. And the, the union's saying, oh, we're not fighting for the producers. The producers are fighting for the second and third house. We're just fighting to save our first house, which seems like a good
1: so, thing. Yeah. Until
3: the producers came out and they say, this is like hiring a contractor for your home, and it's a job that needs 10 people, and the contractor says, well, you have to hire 20 people. Right, right. But the thing is, this argument,
0: this logic that the the union has used, has worked before.
3: I don't think it's going to work. We before.
0: call it feather begging, but it worked with when they were talking with the musicians' union. And the musicians were saying, hey, even if there's no piccolo in the whole score, you've got to hire that piccolo player to sit there. No, in it's that not
3: that. It wasn't with the piccolo. Certain theaters had certain minimum number of, of musicians. Mm-hmm. So you know, and I'm wondering what how that went with um do you know how it went with uh, Sweeney Todd and with company? No, I don't. where the actors played music, played the music on stage. So were they actually counted as musicians or did they have to have just musicians sitting backstage? It's a good question. Yeah. I don't know how they worked, because 'cause but... they've done they've done that a lot, like um when they did I Love My Wife and they had like an uh, an on-stage orchestra of four or five people. Yeah. They had people backstage just sitting around. They just showed up.
0: Yeah. It can also depend on the actual Broadway house, the size of the house. It does. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: It goes by the number of seats. But as far as this goes, they have to hire a certain number. And I, I do think the, the producers are going to get their point out because people can understand. The way they put it was perfect. They're saying it's like hiring a contractor. and You could do the work with
0: ten people, but no, you have to and hire, hire 20. More. and. and, and, and I, but again, I, the, I totally understand why that sounds crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm just amazed that the musicians' union kind of got away with it. Yeah.
3: The, but, you but see, the musicians' union never struck.
0: Well, they came close. They, they threatened.
3: Right. But they also gave up, also remember, the pre-recorded music thing? Yeah. They yeah. gave up on that. Which is a big, uh, yeah. So
0: there was some sort of settlement. Because really, you could just say, okay, it's a play with music now. Well, one wonders if technology has made it that we need fewer stagehands than we used to. It's absolutely, yeah. So maybe that's what they're fighting against. They're saying, "Hey, it's going to come to the point with Broadway that it's going to be so mechanized that you're only going to need two stagehands to run a show." As who? Sure. Why not?
3: Why not learn how to run those mechanized? Well, wow. but that's what stagehand is now doing. They're running the tracks. Sure. Yeah, but you know, this is what happens in things. If, if your job becomes, you know, you know, outdated. Yeah. You know
0: what? What do we do with all the what, with the blacksmiths? <laughs> well, the one thing we can't send Broadway to Malaysia. It still has to be done here. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, what about all the
3: blacksmiths? Do, do, should we sit there and we still should pay people for being blacksmiths, even though we now no longer have horses and buggies?
0: Yeah. You know? Well, you still like, have the occasional blacksmith, but there's only one in in a 20 mile radius. Yeah, but the blacksmith union says we have to have 40 yeah. in each city. Okay. It's like I know. Anyway, we have to move on inside Broadway. Just a little bit of news. First of all...
3: Dave, how many shows didn't you see on Saturday?
0: I missed, well, three. I was supposed to see three. One of them was off-Broadway, and my, my little stupid subway problem for missing it. But no, I was supposed to see The Seafarer mm-hmm. on Saturday, which was supposed to open this week, and How the Grinch Stole Christmas, which opened the day before I was supposed to see it. And Grinch was the first show, because there was an 11 o'clock matinee. And, and that they're was also the very official winning. opening, yeah.
3: they're going to lose more than anyone else because they have more performances per week. Wow,
0: oh, that's right, you know,
3: cause yeah, they, it's gonna be yeah. hard for them to make that well i I'm sure they had I'm, I'm sure the producers took insurance on this too
0: oh, not probably all, did. but anyway i I want to move on to different unrelated Broadway news, okay. assuming Broadway's up and running, there was an announcement of a an upcoming production happening in the spring it's been in the breeze for weeks and weeks and weeks. Finally, it is official. There's going to be a new Cat on a Hot Tin Roof coming up with an all-black cast. It's kind of the, the black cat coming up. And directed ground. by? Debbie Allen. From Fame and, and Sweet Charity. Like, we
3: really need this new Cat on a Hot Roof.
0: I know. They just did it with Ashley Judd, what was it, five years yeah. ago? And it's not William's best play either. It's kind of all over the place. But, hey... Maybe, maybe it'll have it's some sparks. Taking,
3: is that taking over the Surveillance Square?
0: That's at um, the Broadhurst. What's at the Broadhurst? Oh. I'm oh the Broad, Mag- yeah, the Broadhurst has... Um, what? Les Mis. Well, Les Mis is going to close. Right. Les Mis is closing in January. So um, that's, that's the one announcement of a new show, assuming Broadway is up and running by then, which I assume it is. Let's get this very quickly, because I wanted to actually do a review or two. I don't think I'll have time. But the League of American Theatres came out, of all things, of all weeks, with a demographic report about who goes to Broadway. And they said that in 2006-2007 season, tourists made up... Take a guess of a percentage of how much um, of Broadway
3: tourists...
0: 83%. No, no, it's not that high. 65, which is higher than I thought. I don't know. I, 65% much percent I thought of tickets
3: sold to tourists. Oh, by the way, I just found out something. What? all of you people who are holding Duran Duran tickets... Yeah, They're actually fa- playing their final Broadway shows at Roseland.
0: Oh, how clever. So, yeah, it's a concert. I guess they can move it uh, wherever.
3: So they'll be picketing a place that's not really going to care.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Um, and, uh, just want to get through also other things on this league list. The international visitors to Broadway are back up to where they were before 9-11, which is kind of nice. It also helps that our dollar sucks against every other currency at the moment. (laughs) Including Canada. Well, especially Canada. Canada How are we lower than the Canadian dollar? (sighs) Please. Um, The average age of the theater-goer, the Broadway theater-goer, is 41.2 years old. I feel so sad because I'm finally actually older. I'm now in the older skew, and I used to be the younger demographic. But 41.2 years old is the average age of a theater-goer. And how things change. Only 11% of people buy tickets by telephone now. Internet purchases have grown quite a bit, of course. Oh, I'm sure. Sure. And the average theater-goer goes to Broadway five times a year. Which is a little more than I thought. Um, Playgoers go more often. They go seven times, and people go to musicals about four times a year. Really? And word of mouth is still the strongest marketing tool, although reviews and articles help for plays more than musicals, which mm-hmm. makes sense. All these things came out of the League Demographics Report. got to do a quick commercial, and then I'll be back very quickly to review The Runner Stumbles right after this. The best Broadway magazine just got better. More listings, more contact numbers, more inside information in Performing Arts Insider. And not just Broadway... Off-Broadway, off-off, dance, cabaret, opera. As one dramaturg put it, Performing Arts Insider is a mine of information for the theater professional. 21 times a year at your doorstep, the whole world of theater, with 10% off for Dave's Gone By listeners. Visit PerformingArtsInsider.com or call 516-295-1511. 516-295-1511 Performing Arts Insider It's Broadway the best way Well, there is no Broadway the best way went A little bit There's still some shows running But uh, I think it's only apt that we review a Broadway sh- An off-Broadway Hopefully. show On this edition of Inside Broadway On Dave's Gone By It's The Runner Stumbles A revival of a show that isn't often done Although it still pretty much works it uh, plays by Milan Skitt and goes back to the 1970s. The TACT Theater is doing it off-Broadway, and it's a pretty intense play. It's all about this priest who is accused of murder because this very um, sound of musicy kind of nun has come to his parish, and she's made all this trouble, and she's very outspoken, but very charming, but very outspoken. And he's had some interesting feelings for her, and she's had some mutual feelings for him, and now there's a defense attorney and a prosecuting attorney trying to get to why she wound up dead. And so we we backtrack into that, and it's all this backstory of how he met her, the problems she caused at the chapel, and his great crisis of faith as to whether what he's doing has any meaning whatsoever. And it's pretty well done, and it it grabs you to a, a certain extent. Mark L. Montgomery plays the priest, and he plays him with a lot of intensity, but at some point it's so much almost mad intensity that A, it's good because it makes you believe he could have killed this woman, but also he's supposed to be really charismatic and a thorn in the side of his superiors, and you wonder, was this guy ever really liked by some of the other churches that he was shuttled around in? He just seems too weird and strange and nasty. So, I wonder about that element of the performance. Ashley West plays Sister Rita, and she's really good. She she balances this kind of chirpy, how-do-you-solve-a-problem, like this, non, with being, once the, the gloves are off, going passionate and also going just a little bit, like, you know, shocked at what is facing her in this parish. So... I, I, I don't give it a really strong recommendation, but it's, it's a watchable, occasionally intense piece of theater, and, uh, and worth a look. It's, it's good melodramatic stuff. Although the ending has a little bit of the murder mystery horror genre that I just don't quite buy. I'm not going to say who done it. If you want to know who done it, go see The Runner Stumbles at Tact off Broadway. As we leave inside Broadway. We've just been inside Broadway, thanks to TotalTheater.com and Performing Arts Insider. You know, when I think of sexy young singers, I first think of Fibish Finkel, who, um, who was a guest on this program just a couple of months ago, but there are others besides him, and one of them is with us in the studio... I didn't even get a smile or a laugh out of anybody in the studio from that joke. That's just that's <laughs> ad right there. But Delayed. At the WGBB studios with me in the neighborhood is indeed a sexy and talented young singer. Probably a little more out there in the folk punk, post-punk movement than pretty much anybody we've had here. I mean, we've had uh, folks like Jill Sabule. Well, we've had Reckless Eric. So that that was pretty out there way back when. But this is new stuff. This is Athena Reich. Is it, is it Reich or Reich? Reich. Reich, like yeah. the... Like.
4: Well, no, but it's a German-Jewish name. It's a Jewish name. Oh, you're Jewish. Well, half. That half. Wh- which half? Thankfully, the German half. I have to complain. <laughs> no, I
0: don't know what that means. But the
4: Reich, well, you can pronounce it anyway, but I just say Reich. Okay. Like bike.
0: And like, is that how your parents pronounced it, or?
4: Yeah, my dad, but my grandmother pronounced it Reich, and people before that pronounced it Reich, and it's just it's confusing. Uh, it's an ongoing debate.
0: And did you ever think of changing it, or did people look at you with that last name yeah, and people, go?
4: Yeah, they always say, "Oh, Reich is in Hitler." Yeah. And, well. and I say, "No, it's actually a really German Jewish name," and then they get really quiet.
0: Well, are you part <laughs> Greek? Is that... Are, is not the Athena at all. from that? No. no, I'm
4: not Greek. I'm I'm actually my mother is is Mennonite from pennsylvania oh okay. amish country and my dad is jewish and then they met in college and they ran away to canada together and then much to their disappointment i ran back away to the states
0: all right this is already like wow a mennonite mennonites i guess were allowed what? to go to college i don't well, know only about- because
4: she was going to become a missionary that was her like front yeah. And then when she got there, she thought, wow, there's a whole world out there. There's a
0: missionary position, among other things, but, you know. Of course. No, I, yeah, but. But
4: not, uh, let's not think about that when it comes to my mother.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Mine neither.
0: Yeah, still, still a virgin as yeah, far as I'm. Yeah, but she decided you know, not yeah. to
4: become a missionary and marry a Jew instead and go to Canada and become a professor.
0: Now, she had to escape to Canada to get away just from her family. Is that the deal? Or? Well,
4: kind of. I mean, psychologically, yes. you know, a, bit, a border helps.
0: Yeah, <laughs> no, that, yeah. <laughs> your family um, has to go through customs <laughs> to get yeah. to you, it's but how did you wind up or they wind up back in America?
4: Well, just me. I oh. came because I was born with this dual citizenship, and oh. um,
0: <laughs> she's, she's waving at our public access camera. <laughs> There's here, a right?
4: camera, but it's like I had to look the other way to see it. Say it, so Wait, I thought hello. I'd include. Is she cute, guys? Yeah. Cute people and girls in the audience? Yeah. But hello, radio people back. So what was the question?
0: I don't know. how you so you were an adult when you got back from yes, Canada? Yeah, to yeah. yeah. Here. After
4: college in, in the Canada I moved because I'm a performer. And I wanted to come here and I wanted to get away from my family.
0: Oh. <laughs> was it <laughs> yeah. a troubled childhood or? Yes.
4: Can't you tell by my
0: music? <laughs> I can tell by some of the the album covers. By the way, she has a, a few CDs out, including Stranger Things Have Happened. Yes, they have. And um, let's see. Well, actually, I should hold this up for the camera. Athena Under Attack. We'll talk about I that, know. which is a response to 9/11 in music, which is always great fun. And then Athena Reich Live. Stories so. from the Road. But if you look at this, I mean, this picture on um, which, of course, you cannot see because it's so far away.
4: But if you go to my website, and you're on you can the radio,
0: yeah. What, what's the website?
4: A T H E N A, R E I C H A-T-H-E-N-A-R-E-I-C-H.com.
0: Okay, Athena, like you would normally spell, right yeah. like third, right. dot com. And that's where you can get the albums and find out more yeah. about her. But again, when you, if you see the covers on these things, you would not have any idea that the person that I'm talking to looks like she could have rolled out of Sunnybrook Farm, as a ma- yeah, <laughs> sort of, kind of. Well,
4: my hair's longer now. I look a little different from... Well, that.
0: yeah, it's a little punky. And, did you go through a punk phase?
4: Yes. So they tell me.
0: <laughs> okay.
4: <laughs> no, I just, I didn't know that I was punk. People told me I was punk. I just had short hair and hmm. made music, and I don't know. People said, you're punk. I said, okay. I said, I hate punk. They said, that's so you punk, really? that you hate punk.
0: Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Did you hate the music or just that ridiculous lifestyle and, no, and the trappings I hate, of No, I don't it. really
4: like the music. I got, I've since acquired a taste for punk, but oh, I yeah. didn't like the music. I thought it was too loud, and they were like, but that's what you do sometimes.
0: So what was the music that influenced you when you were... Starting up. to be. Starting,
4: a, um. Well, so many influences. I mean, of course, Ani DeFranco's is a big right. influence. Um. And but you know everybody. I mean, I listened to the Indigo Girls, and I listened to um, Jesus Christ Superstar, rock musicals, and um, hmm. I listened to Keith Jarrett, jazz piano player, and I ha- I listened to Eminem, and I listened to everybody. Oh my goodness! Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty varied.
0: Was that um, from the beginning, or did, were you trained classically at all? Did you take piano yeah, lessons, yeah, that kind of I started
4: stuff? at four years old. My mom taught me classical piano, and then I started singing in a church choir at eight, and then I taught myself guitar at 16.
0: Whoa.
1: Yeah, and then I
4: got a degree in music.
0: Where at? Um,
4: Montreal at Concordia University. Oh, so it's a Canadian degree. It doesn't it's a Canadian really actually thing. count. No one yeah. understands that here. Um,
0: so, is it. are you preferred on guitar? or Do you prefer piano? I, I prefer your home? piano because it's yeah. my
4: main instrument. But people love guitar. I mean, people in this continent they're so guitar oriented because of bluegrass things like that. folk so people really relate to it. So I do it sometimes. Plus, it's portable. Right, guitar gives you that yeah. when you go
0: play pretty much anywhere. Yeah,
4: you know. I mean, you asked good, me what we were. But lure, I love yeah. piano. I mean, that's what I love.
0: Yeah. And when, when we were going to have Athena on the show One of her first questions was Well, you have a piano, a keyboard? I'm like, no We, we barely have a microphone in this place right. So um, Do you remember your first song?
4: That I wrote? Yeah Actually, it's on Stranger Things Have Happened I was oh. 16 years old mm-hmm. And it's called Merry-Go-Round And I had a dream And that song is the dream
1: Little
2: lace girl never stop to let the dirty men touch you where you don't want. Stay on the merry-go-round and round, round and round, round and round, round and round. Listen to my voice, it'll do your hurt. Can I ride on a horse that goes up and down on the? Merry-goal. I wish I could go back. I wish I could stop that. Give a mother
4: Long Island, you're listening to Dave's Gone By, WGBB, 1240 AM. Listen, people, it's worth it.
0: Welcome back to Dave's Gone By and uh, what we're calling sort of the fourth Reich version of the show. I'm going to say, there are, how many Reichs are there? How far back can you train? Well, we, train? my
4: family's been in this country for five generations in this continent, oh. so they go w- way back. Okay. My, my grandfather's name was Adolf Reich.
0: Oh, for goodness sake. He was a
4: tyrant. I mean, he used to, like, he was, like... What? Well, he would beat my dad with a belt, and he was very abusive. He was very scary. And his name was Adolf Reich, but he was Jewish.
0: Wow. <laughs> and uh, did you, were you escaping from that? Were your parents somewhat abusive? In a, in a, yeah. Were they you to bake pretzels in a Mennonite way? Or, no, right, uh,
4: pretzels and ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> no, were, were your parents... Yeah, yeah. What, yeah? What?
0: <laughs> <laughs> were they?
4: Were they abusive? Yes.
0: In a physical... Um, um,
4: yeah, I experienced abuse on from different my parents and people, babysitters and things like that. All different kinds of people in my family I experienced physical and sexual and emotional abuse. The sexual yeah. was the worst. It was the most ongoing. Sometimes touch and sometimes through harassment, a lot of inappropriate behavior.
0: With relatives, we're talking about. Yeah,
4: her. father, brother, things like whoa, that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. All right. So, you, uh, so yeah. Merry-Go-Round, which you guys just heard, yeah. actually, was I it was the day I, like, the, one of the first times I went to therapy when I was 15 I, I started dreaming a lot and that song merry-go-round is directly from it's right. about that it's about you know the reconnecting with your little girl and seeing what she's been through and trying to reclaim the innocence and the joy again I have
0: nothing I'm gonna reconnect with my little girl I've tried <laughs> it's just not happening but are you estranged from your folks now
4: I'm estranged from my father but yeah. I'm close with my mom
0: okay oh it's so complicated and she's still in Canada or yes
4: she? she's in Canada so I needed a border there
0: Hmm. Yeah. So she oh, won't now I made yeah, a right. lot more clear, actually. Uh, yeah. I thought we were just getting away from, you know, the right. Mennonites who were children of the Korns. Right. <laughs> no offense to any Mennonites no, who might be listening. Yeah.
4: No, I mean, it's very mixed. I had a lot of wonderful things in my childhood, but a lot of, like, trauma. Um, right, yeah. Ongoing trauma. How old
0: are you now, if you don't mind my I'm
4: 31. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Don't don't look a day over twenty eight. So, <laughs> what that means? So, where are you where are you musically now? I mean, from yeah. when you started writing songs, and, and not just like as a kid, but when you did Merry Go Round. Yeah. How have you evolved? Would you say? Yeah. As a songwriter.
4: Um, I've evolved a lot. Um, mainly. uh I guess when I first started writing, my first album is called "A Sly Sardonic Grin," and you can still buy it on my website. And it's a, it's a lot of spoken word and music. And it, when I listen to it, I kind of want to throw up, because okay. <laughs> it's like really intense. And it's like, He like here's everything. And people love it, you know, especially young people right. love it because it's like, bah! you know, yeah, all, the, all in your face, people, yeah, right. all the rage, all of the angst there, you know, no holds barred, and. um and, and then um, I made Stranger Things Have Happened, which is actually some old songs and some new songs and with a full band. And it's awesome because there's, like, violins and mm. horns and string sections. It's beautiful, um, you know, instrumentally, yeah. arrangement-wise. And, um, and then I made a, a rock opera musical called Athena Under Attack, which actually deals with trauma and issues of abuse. And experiencing September 11th but from the perspective of someone who's already experienced abuse, Right. how September 11th is a trauma for all of us, and how it's similar, the similarities to, like, being a kid and being abused and feeling that unsafety and that violence. And so the musical shows the connections between war and abuse and domestic violence.
0: I, mean, I really didn't even want to get into this, but where were you...
4: On September yeah, 11th? Yeah, yeah. I was in Queens,
0: mm-hmm. and so I was went on actually, the roof,
4: yeah. and I watched it happen, and I met two people, and I spent, who were in my building, and they had, because they had TV, I spent the day with these strangers... And then that's what happens in the musical. There's three characters and they meet on this rooftop in Queens and then they spend the date together and they all have very different reactions to the event. Like Athena, the main character Athena, based on me, I guess. Obviously. It would be. Yeah. Um, she, you know, has all this past trauma, so it's a trigger for her. So she's like almost losing her mind and feeling dissociative and like freaking out, but kind of you know and but also has this feeling of we can't go to war like I can't stand another war this like need for peace and then the character Sam actually they've all been traumatized in different ways he's been abused like physically by his dad and his dad fought in Vietnam so he's like his but he hasn't dealt with it so he he wants to go to war and he's triggered the same way but he wants to fight and go for it and it's this whole and more stuff happens in it and so it's just it's about people getting triggered because when I saw it I I don't know it seemed to me like watching George Bush speak, he seemed a little bit excited, like a little bit of a thrill behind what he was doing in it. And that just is a bit of like, if you've been traumatized and you experience another trauma, you get a little bit of adrenaline rush. You get like almost like a thrill. Hmm. And so I just thought that...
0: Hair of the dog, Some actually. of our
4: leaders yeah. were like triggered and there that there was a lot of trauma that was going on and people were, you know, not talking about it and like, Deciding to go on war, maybe not on really good. Is days. there song
0: a representative song that maybe we could hear from? Oh, uh, um, Under Attack.
4: Yeah, um, definitely. Let me think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. Uh, God, here, hold it up for me. <laughs> sure. Do it
0: Holding. Oh, I, I like the sound of that. Hitting the window, whatever that.
4: God, there's so many. Like I, you know, like I don't know. You could do, you, like.
0: Concentrate, freedom, and democracy. Do concentrate. concentrate. Do concentrate. Yeah. Okay. Concentrate. Let's hear concentrate.
4: Concentrate,
2: concentrate. People are dying, children are crying. Concentrate, concentrate. Crack an egg on your head, let the yolk run down. Let the yolk run down, let the yolk run down. Crack an egg on your head, let the yolk run down.
3: Concentrate, concentrate.
2: People are dying, children are crying, concentrate, concentrate, stab a knife in your back, let the blood run down, let the blood run down, let the blood run down, stab a knife in your back, let the blood run down,
1: concentrate,
2: concentrate. People are dying, children are crying, souls are rising,
1: concentrate, concentrate, crash
4: a plane through your heart. Hey Long Island, this is Athena Reich. You are listening to Days Gone By, WGBB 1240 AM. Listen people,
0: it's worth it. Welcome back to Dave's Gone By. We've been hearing the music and the talk of Athena Reich, the maker of such CDs as Stranger Things Have Happened. And uh, we had just heard a song from Athena Under Attack. That was her rock opera based on her feelings after 9-11. Has this been performed as a concert opera or, or is yes, it just on Disney? Yes,
4: um, It was taken to the Toronto Fringe Festival and it was performed um, in New York at the 14th Street Y Theater and it's... Uh, part of point of view productions uh uh producers club and oh yeah okay theater for the new city yeah so right now i'm making a new album it's my fifth album mm-hmm. it's called little girl dreams and it's got 15 songs on it
0: oh my yeah, yeah.
4: and i feel you're going to Tori Amos
0: route. it's going to be 80 minutes long and yeah.
1: yeah
4: and i feel that um my songwriting's really developed i feel that i've matured before it was more like bah! and then now it's more reflective and um, and I've just I feel like I've I've grown up and it's just um, more reflective less in your face and I don't know Um, I've I've been working with this songwriting circle in New York for the past few years Oh cool Lorraine Farrow heads it she's like this amazing multi-platinum hit songwriter and she's this amazing generous woman and so I've been working in her circles and developing my craft more and more and so all those songs on that CD have been incredibly, you know, crafted and, and critiqued. Well,
0: what's something that you? she taught you or you, that you learned from the circle, very specific? Well,
4: just, uh, it's all about communication. So if people don't get it, you got to change it, you know. So hmm. sometimes as an artist, people think, well, you don't get it, you're dumb. Actually, no, like, depends who you want your audience to be. I mean, if you're writing a pop song it's gotta be for everybody's gonna understand mm-hmm. it. So if I don't I don't get it, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. If people say I don't get it then you gotta like work on it. I mean that's probably the most thing that I work on doing.
0: Speaking of work, is this your full time career thing? Do you also have a, a job job to pay the bills or right. how do you how It do you explain depends.
4: It? When I tour that's my full time thing, music. And mm-hmm. right now I'm not touring. Um, so I teach, teach oh. music. I have private students music, guitar, piano lessons. And I also go into schools and do songwriting with children and adults. Cool. Yeah. And
0: of course, we have to get to the personal stuff—the the deep, dark yes. sort of whatever. Oh, Dave, Dave. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Keep the smile on the Here we go. With a big, great smile. So, who is a thing Reich like seeing or not seeing, or or not traumatizing, or?
4: You mean in terms of a relationship? In terms of a relationship, yeah. This girl here, come over. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> this is my this is my new girlfriend. Her name is Annika.
0: Hello, Annika. Hello. How'd you guys um, meet? Was it on the road? Was it uh, locally in a <laughs> songwriter's workshop? Or? Wait,
4: look at the camera. Is she cute? She's adorable. <laughs> Wait, you can see something you have to say in here. Um, where we meet, we met on the internet. Oh, cool. Yeah, because that's where you got to meet now, if you're serious.
0: And how long have you... Not long,
4: just, like, I don't know, two months.
0: months. Oh, well, congratulations, is it... Serious. You can talk into the. uh, Very
4: serious.
0: Oh, that's lovely. That's right. She doesn't
4: like she's joking, but (laughs) it is serious. See now, what the radio folks are missing is some serious
0: tongue kissing (laughs) action right now. It's 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 really fabulous. Steve. (laughs) Just kidding. Just just teasing here. Like
4: private concerts, and she's amazing, amazing musician.
0: Are you a musician too, or what do you do?
4: I'm I'm a lover of music, but no, I'm a teacher, sixth grade math.
0: Oh, very cool. In the city or or Queens or Harlem. Wow, that's that's kind of, how is that?
4: I love it. She works hard.
0: Well, yeah, I can hour imagine. Days. I'm sorry?
4: 12-hour days she works.
0: And are they good? They're I mean, that's such a terrible thing to say, because but... Because they're good? Yeah.
4: And if you have to just learn how to motivate them in the right way. They want to be good. Yeah. They just cut. And are the parents there
0: for them, or is it really a, a struggle?
4: Some. I mean, good. it just depends. Like, anywhere. Rich, poor doesn't matter. I mean,
0: the whole spectrum. Cool. Cool. Well, well, good. Well, congratulations. I think that's lovely. I think that, you know, don't hit each other and don't abuse no, each other. We, no, we're not. We don't. It's good. Good.
4: Very
0: good. Well, yeah, you seem glowing. You seem so happy and, you know.
4: <laughs> we are.
0: <laughs> I mean, you went to the beach in the middle of October. We went to the beach
4: today. What
0: could you say? Probably last weekend we'll be able to it's do
4: horrible.
0: that. <laughs> so, okay, uh, enough of the love, bird. Well, all right. Okay. A little smiling, a little hugging, a yeah. little... little <laughs> Nice touching, which, you know, we can, we can save for later. I can sell that. But, um, Don't so get dirty. What's the, um, the fu- not that part of it, but the future, do you think, musically? And Music- well, I'm
4: also an actress, and I just did a, sh- a run of a show called Love Sucks, the New York Musical Theater Festival. It got oh, okay. a lot of attention. We are in the Village Voice and, you know, backstage and a lot of reviews. So, I mean, my past, past month was dedicated. I mean, I'm in the city auditioning and doing and performing as an actress. So we just did that. It was a big deal. It's a punk rock oh. musical, and we all played our own instruments. So I played electric guitar, and, uh, you know, it was awesome. And, you know, there's buzz about it getting picked up, so we'll see. All right.
0: Well, best of luck yeah. on that. Best of luck on all the music and yeah. all the others. But stuff. I'm working yeah. on
4: my <laughs> fifth album right now. That's what I've okay. got to plug that. Right. Uh, my producer is Cynthia Daniels, who lives in East Hampton, so I take this long island train all the way out there when i work with her and she's won emmys and grammys oh. and she's like really great and she's actually this like oh, oh never mind um
0: <laughs> no 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 please you brought it up what
4: <laughs> well I, I don't nothing okay. oh, come on not, 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 not you, you know, no no
0: you you no no will, no, the no, door no, no, and... no
4: it was a mistake okay. anyway she's awesome and um so we're working on that cd right now
0: on the label, or, or what's the... Um, no, it's
4: totally independent. Cool. And, um, and I'll just be, like, mail, you know, just selling it on uh, inter- independently distributed.
0: Including com. <laughs> Why don't you spell that out for us one more time?
4: A-T-H-E-N-A-R-E-I-C, like cat, H.com.
0: That's the place to find out yeah. all about... Your albums and That's your right. work and your appearances as well.
4: And actually, like, I've done a lot of Bookie moon tours and stuff like that. And I'm giving, um, in November, I'm giving a, a marketing, music marketing workshop as part of the Songwriters Guild. So people can find that out on my website. Oh, you cool. sign up for the workshop. It's cool. November 1st and November 8th.
0: Where? In Manhattan? In somewhere? Manhattan,
4: in Midtown, at cool. the Songwriters Guild office, which is, um, you know, in Midtown, like, you know whatever Bring a on my website people will find it somehow I'll go to my website but it's all about you know how to just put yourself out there guerrilla marketing style
0: well thank you for, for putting yourself and your music out here in the neighborhood it's been delightful to have Athena Reich with us and let, let's we'll go out with one more Athena Reich tune Do you have a, a let's preference? go out
4: with the ballad of chicken shower which um, is a song I had a crush on my friend but she happened to be straight oh. which is not good if you're a lesbian Right. it's good right. if you're a man yeah. And, and, um, and I, I had a dream. A lot of my songs come from dreams. And this was a dream that she wouldn't kiss me in public. I realized, I, and then when I woke up from the dream, I thought, well, I, I didn't have a crush, on her, crush oh. on her anymore because she couldn't really love me, right? And um, so the song is my dream, and it's called The Ballad of Chicken Shower off of Stranger Things Have Happened.
0: Thank you, Athena Reich.
2: time
4: and dogs and tranny pets. This is Athena Reich. I'm a singer, songwriter and actress and you are definitely listening to days Gone by on WGBB 12:40 a.m. And you just better stick on listening.
0: Thank you Athena Athena Reich, quite a personality, quite a quite it's, a singer and it's actually like she's yelling
3: at me that I shouldn't sooner
0: she's, she's pretty intense. she's a lot of fun. In fact, she's so much fun. She is actually going to be back here next week. Part two with her and her friends on Dave's Gone By. See, see, one one show with Athena Reich isn't quite enough. We need a little bit more. Also, because I'm not going to be here actually live next week. So I grabbed some extra material. Athena, so just go into the studio and knock yourself silly. Yeah, just, just, uh, let's have some more fun with you and your friends. Also, the rabbi will be with us next week talking about Thanksgiving. Hey, I'm going
3: to take week? the week off, okay?
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, you like the rabbi now. You like his, his TV show. Yes, I do. Which airs... Every, those, yeah. I was going to ask you, when does that air again? It airs every Wednesday morning at 7.30 on Cablevision, love Long Island, the, the Woodbury Cable uh, syndicate or outlet or however you want to put it, 7.30 Wednesday for Shalom, Damn it! And, and I do apologize, and the rabbi apologizes, there was, there was a little screw-up um, between us and Cablevision, so they ended up repeating the last show twice when they were supposed to show the Halloween episode. So, with any luck, people will finally <laughs> see the Halloween episode. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, you'll see the, the Halloween episode two weeks after Halloween this coming Wednesday. And then the Thanksgiving episode is next week, so that'll be fun. So, Thanks. don't miss Shelly, dammit. Yeah.
3: Thanks good for that.
0: What's good? Well, yes. Thanks. Uh, thank, thank, thank God for all that. And don't forget, also, if you're in the mood to watch Cablevision, you can watch Friday mornings at 7.30 and hear and see... Dave's Gone by On TV, where we take some old segments of the show and we just put them up on your television with really no visuals. You're just (laughs) kind (laughs) of... Well, Well, it sounds like great TV, Dave. (laughs) Well, you know what? People are busy. They're getting dressed. They've got breakfast on the table. They're they're getting ready for the day. So they're not going to be sitting there necessarily watching the television. So they might as well listen to their television. And so this is kind of an audio TV thing. Mm -hmm. Although occasionally we will have some... um, some visual stuff, like I brought the camera here for recent shows, and hopefully we'll be able to show some of those segments as well. But for now, we're really dipping back into the very, very early years of the show and uh, and just getting a couple of those shows up so people can hear them. I think it's pretty cool. Have you been watching YouTube this weekend? I've been having terrible trouble trying to upload stuff. If anybody out there, I don't know what it is, but there's just this,
3: this well, Dave, terrible have, trouble with Dave, the internet. Dave, but I never have a problem with uploading anything.
0: <laughs> but Thank you so much. So, so you will have a floppy disk. Anyway, Thank you so much. So we're trying to get more episodes of Shalom Dammit up on YouTube, but five of them are there and watchable anytime at all. So if you can't see the Rabbi's Show on Wednesday mornings, catch them on YouTube anytime. Also catch two on the aisle anytime with Jeff and me and Charlie Gross. That's where we all review theater together, and let's see, listen to a bunch of vintage Dave's Gone By episodes anytime at theaterpod.com, that's theater with an E-R, theaterpod.com. As opposed to theater with an R-E? Exactly. There, you, you, I don't think they have that domain name, so they've got E R. E-R, and you can hear 25 older shows of Dave's Gone By anytime you want to.
3: That, that means because you've left me out. You've once again muted me.
0: No, no, why? You're, you're here. No, on the
3: older shows. No, on theater. ER. Pod. Um. Yeah, uh,
0: no, actually you are on one or two of those episodes when you were a, like a very rare special guest as opposed to a yeah, relentless every day, annoying regular guest. guest. Yes, yeah. yes. So, um, let's see.
3: Say Dave, but we'll have to kill you later.
0: Yeah, probably. But not before I tell everybody that filler <laughs> up is on Thursday. Yeah. Oh, no, no, we moved it. Filler Up is now on Saturday nights at 5.30 p.m. on WGBB, And that's just a half hour of music that I play, I talk about, I choose. Filler Up, Saturday nights, 5.30 p.m. Let's see, who haven't I thanked? Thank you, my beloved, wonderful, adorable wife, Joyce. By the way, I do want to break in for people who are waiting patiently, ever so patiently, for gospel all night till the morning. Just got a call from Ace, who will be your your hostess, CJ, tonight. She'll be your hostess tonight. <laughs> Coffee, tea, or gospel, yeah. and uh, she's running a bit late, so she won't get here until a little after twelve thirty. So Jeff and I will hold down the fort.
3: I will try not to curse.
0: We'll try not to curse. We'll try not to do terrible, say awful things. Yes, we're trying to be relatively nice. Talk about Jeff's plane flights and whatever else. Whatever else. Well, we will go back to talking about the strike. Or mm. we're we'll really? talking about Norman Mailer. No, not really. Yeah. I like. To Let's talk about the Amazing Race. All right, let's start. What about the Amazing Race? You still haven't watched it. I've seen one or two episodes a couple of years ago. I thought, like,
3: it's amazing. It's great. It's great. Yeah, it's to be t- running t- around t- the t- world. T- Who cares? Oh, please, they had to get they they did trough jumping in, uh, in Amsterdam. Did
0: they jump over the reflecting pond?
3: No, it yeah. fell in muddy water, which you wouldn't like. There was a couple of lesbians in muddy water too.
0: Yes, I would have liked. A yeah. female right, would have liked that too. Yeah. <laughs> so, Tina, yeah. you,
3: know, you have to go back in time, but turn on the it's TV. And play A5. some
0: Muddy Waters, and then and then jump into Muddy Waters and, and try and win a race. I just don't, I, I guess everybody will A million it, dollars, now. David. Well, I don't care. You know, I, I watched Who Wants to Be a Millionaire for a couple of weeks, and that was cool, and then that got kind of boring. People want a million dollars there. Dave,
3: what, what is your favorite television show? Simpsons. And followed by, give me like, find me the shows, what's your must-see TV list?
0: i say, well, unfortunately, my cable SIM system is so limited because we don't want to pay a big cable bill every month. Dave, I don't even so
3: have I, cable.
0: Oh, there you go. So yours is even more limited than mine. If I had regular cable, I would be watching Aqua Teen Hunger Force, the great cartoon. I mean, the, the cartoons are the best. I would watch Family Guy, which I can watch, but I'm never home. And... Those are the three: Family Guy, well, The Simpsons.
3: That's for
0: sure. Yeah, thank you, thank you. What else? Um, <laughs> See, I don't mind watching. Funny. You glossed right over it. Just glossing oh. right over it. So you know, and then you look like the excellent one. David. But well, my wife will watch those those crime because th- there's so many of them. I'll watch them too. So there's NCIS and CSI, the regular one. Although I hate the Florida one, and the New York one, I don't particularly like either. The original N- yes. the CSI, yes. even though they're losing Georgia Fox and God knows oh, what the hell they're going to do with with the rest of the cast next season, but I like William Peterson and it's a good, it's still a good. How about Marge
3: Oldenberger,
0: of, she's all right. And it, it was the first one, and until so it became silly with the plotting and stuff like that. The whole idea was a crime or two crimes per show were committed, it's and they're, they're trying to solve it. Well, people die early, and then the point is the backstory. Of how it could have happened, and, and doing that through forensics and stuff like that. Well, it starts to get like, like, oh, someone's in terrible trouble, or this character might die, or it becomes a stupidity okay, of that. Do you like Cold Case? Guys. Cold Case, K- I don't watch. I was mean, probably pretty good. It's probably good as the it's others. Excellent.
3: You know yeah. why? Why? It's on after the Amazing Race. <sighs> Sunday ah, at 7 class,
0: ah, At nine o'clock. I, I do like that. one. I did
3: watch it so today. Had a pretty good episode. I, uh, oh yeah. It was serial killer. So she.
0: What, she killed Rice Krispies? Ha, 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 <laughs> That's a little Henry Youngman joke right there. Thank you. Anyway. <laughs> Go ahead talk. No, NCIS is good. And that one, the characters are, are fun to watch. Have you ever seen that with Mark yeah. Harmon? Yes. And there's the Israeli chick, even though it's played by a Spanish actress. But, <laughs> I, I well, you know, what, there are no Jewish actresses in all of Hollywood. They couldn't get to play in Israeli. Let's have a Miss Saigon moment here. Yeah, right, right. What, that's a good joke. It uh, might go over the heads of 90% of our audience here, but uh, Miss Saigon, there was a big controversy because they hired Jonathan Price to play a Eurasian character when all these Asian actors were saying, come on, what, what, can't you for this particular role hire someone who is of that... Re-? You know, we, we barely get hired to begin with. Now there's a role that calls for us, can't you use us? And, and it did it shed a lot of light just on like Flower Drum song all over again and after and after Jonathan Price left they hired a couple like Francis Revivar I think yeah. was partially Asian or something like that so anyway for NCIS they got a Spanish woman playing but she's hot and, and she's good and there's chemistry all over the place so it's fine so
3: Dave will pretend to be straight and say she's hot okay, <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> well don't have to pretend for her let me tell you but anyway who else what else do you watch on TV that isn't Real what what are the shows that are now on strike Love that survival. you would be watching? <laughs> I like my reality shows yeah. too. Okay. Um but non survival. I I do like my cold case. Okay. I like without a trace. So you do like yeah, everybody I watch I haven't seen Law and Order in a long time, but those are still Bo-boom. Right. Bo-boom. I watched that one with, with Delafrio, because he's kinda Oh, that's now on he's creepy that's but now on cable so I can't. It's it. on twenty times a day on every station is the uh Law and Order What Criminal Intent mean, with, um, Boom, boom. Boom, boom. And he's just such a, such a strange... Oh, by the way, you notice know, no
3: one called in to insult me. Isn't that nice?
0: Oh. Well, actually, Ace ran off a string of expletives <laughs> when I <and laughs> put it on the air. She says, Dave, I like <laughs> Don't you. Don't you, you even say that about my friend Ace. I love Ace. Ace is the DJ who comes on Ace and
3: does is the, the gospel. At Ace is the woman with the helpful gospel Hardware tunes. man. <laughs>
0: <Thanks>. <laughs> Thank you. The helpful, helpful gospel, gospel, gospel tunes, too. Good. Good one. Thank you.
3: The new chef show, where he comes in and he kind of fixes up... All the, all the mistakes people make in the restaurant. Oh, the
0: restaurant thing. yeah. It's like uh, uh, Ramsey. He's a great personality. He really is. It's just he can be wearying at times. You're gonna kill people. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: but he, he makes good television. I have to. And try. actually, he's been doing a lot of work on Long Island. It's
3: oh. all Long Island in Manhattan.
0: I didn't watch one episode. It was an Indian place that they were. That for... was in Manhattan. Yeah. It
3: was a Indian, that place. they had like three three different things. He, he got rid of the big sign outside.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah, but apparently... No, but it was fun to watch because he really turned the... Or the guy he chose really turned the restaurant around. He was very happy. So that was fun to watch. Yeah, I like that. He
3: is very entertaining
0: because he has that great accent. That's the one... You're going to
3: kill people! (laughs) (laughs) You
0: can't serve... And you see this is disgusting. It's the one reality show that I have kind of tuned into with real interest.
3: Well, you have to watch... Then I will remind you when Hell's Kitchen is on because you didn't see Hell's Kitchen. That's his reality show, par none, where he has...
0: I've seen i that, that. 12, 12 yeah.
3: contestants, and they each get, they get um, fired. But he, he, first of all, he is bleeped more times
0: on TV than anyone I've ever heard. They get out of the bleeping kitchen. Mm-hmm. He is so lucky that someone hasn't burned him with hot oil.
3: My favorite moment of his, though, was he went to one of the, the kids, the people who are trying to become the chef. Yeah. And, and he, they come over to him and he goes, I've got something to tell you. And he goes over like his old whisperer, and he goes, you can't cook! <laughs>
0: now, here's... This is actually... I totally forgot to talk about this, and I'm glad we have a little bit of time. This is something I know we'll want to talk about. Bad bosses. Oh, yes. I mean, we know what happened this week with that real estate mogul. I guess she was a mogul, certainly. Linda Stein. Yeah. Who was killed. She was bludgeoned to death. This was this was a major, major New York real estate with, with mogul York, icon.
3: Now, now what, what kind of stick was it? It was a... It was a w- it was a lacrosse thing. No, no, it was, what's, what's, the, what's the, the yoga type thing?
0: they. Oh, yoga make? stick. She was <laughs> yes. bludgeoned to death with a yoga stick. <laughs> I mean, that's the opposite of Zen. <laughs> you take the yoga stick and you put it in your hand and you hold it and then you swing it. And you then you bash the head and it. You go behind the head and then you hit I and and I then like it. You it I'll, I'll give you Linda. I'll give you lender. You must extend the arm all the way. All the way, no good, all the way back, and then extend and hit, and then extend and hit. <laughs> but, but here's the the thing, it's like, first of all, nobody knew when she was, like, the first 48 hours, it was like, what the hell, how, what? It, was, yeah. it almost felt like that um, thing where that actress, Adrienne Shelley, got yeah. killed by that workman, and he was like, oh, God, who comes, what the hell's happening in New York again? It's turning to the 1970s, where uh, it was unsafe for people to have any money or anything. But so man, go figure, it's her personal assistant. And what's hilarious is the personal assistant calls the cops because there are all this, these reporters outside the house,
3: and somehow they get her to confess.
0: She <laughs> doesn't seem like the brightest bulb in, the, in the, the socket, you know? However, I will bet you dollars to donuts that, excuse my language, that Linda Stein was a bitch of a boss. Oh, probably. I will bet you she was like well, the, the kind of boss who was satirized in the Nanny Diaries or in the, um, well, the Devil Wears Prada, that kind yeah. of thing. I mean, she just seemed like well, it. She, the, she said she was getting emails.
3: She said the, the woman said she was getting emails and she wasn't getting on fast enough or something. I mean, that <laughs> kind <laughs> of stuff, you know? Now, by the way, it was also a Great Sixty Minutes, which was on right before the Amazing Race, surprisingly yeah. enough. Yeah, Sixty Minutes
0: did 60 a thing about that.
3: No, Sixty Minutes did a thing about um, employ- the new, the new um, age of like the employees, the kind of employees that people are getting these days. Yeah, all the kids graduating from college are now these these kids of the 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 Millennium Children or something. I forget what they're called. It's like the Millennium right. Kids or something, because, you know, they're 18 years old and they were born like in the 90s. But yeah. So all these kids were brought up that you got. Remember, now the, all these people were brought up that they got a trophy just for participating. No matter what, you got to live in. They're always used to winning, yeah. they're given everything they want. It was very interesting. on... On how you have to treat them, like no more, you can't do the ba- bad boy stuff because they said these people go up and quit. Oh no! But wait till you see the pandering that you have to do to them just to be nice to them.
0: I wish I had that from bosses over the years. I sure wish I'd. Been oh yeah, some too. of it's
3: nice, but it's like the sense of entitlement. You have to pander their to sense of entitlement. Very interesting. I I wish I I taped it for you. Oh yeah, it was a very interesting segment on sixty.
0: Minutes. I, I, I... Hopefully, well, then repeat it since it would probably be first run. So I'm sure yeah, they'll run you, it again on this f-
3: summer. You could probably get it to Good point.
0: Good point. But so, you so try and
3: see that this week, yeah. Dave, because I'd love to discuss that with you next week. Because what they say is so interesting, you know. Because they have two, they have two, um, two people on it who represent the, the. There's a whole industry popping up on how to manage these people. Yeah, and then the, the two people who are in that group who wrote books about. Basically themselves, it's it's um, you know the rea- when reality strikes and it said what was it my my oh well, well. one guy's title of his book was great it it was called my reality check bounced
0: <laughs> ah, ah. nicely put I don't know I just you know I feel obviously that this poor Linda Stein did not deserve to be murdered no. but uh, but I have felt that way I felt on the verge at times of. Well, let's see. I'm going to go home tonight after work, and then tomorrow morning I'm going to get up, I'm going to shower, and then I'm, yeah. going, to, I'm going to kill.
3: You, I didn't know you worked for the postal service.
0: <laughs> I'm, I can see. I have felt postal about two or three or four of the bosses in my life. Yes. I didn't do it, but, I mean, I know where that's coming from. Oh, absolutely.
3: But one must control their urges. I
0: know, I know. And then again, David. I don't think any of my bosses had yoga sticks. Because, honestly, if, if, if there had been a yoga stick lying around once or twice in, in a couple of the bosses I dealt with, they would have, they would have at least been missing an eye or two <laughs> by the time I got through with them. It would, it would be over so quickly, just in one of these blind flashes of rage that I have. It would just be like hockey stick taking out the retina right there, you know? I, I'm i spelling even just at the thought of it. <laughs> the fantasy of a particular boss I have in my mind. With a, with a yoga stick going through his cranium and just, just putting a smile on my face right now. <laughs> and it's been, it's been years, and I still feel it. Oh, David. I know, I know. I, I take a long time to get over things. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> I don't eat sexual fantasies. I just have murderous fantasies oh, killing me. bosses. Good burp, Jeff.
3: was a real burp, too.
0: Yeah, yeah, good one. You know, that, that uh, Wendy's, she really packed the punch. Oh, I know. I felt so bad. I was um, I was on the air doing some fill time earlier this evening, and just before, I wolfed down. It was very, very tasty at, at the local stopping shop. They had this pasta. All you had to do was reheat it, and it had pasta and sausage in it. It was nummy. Just put it in the, in the microwave, three minutes, boom, there it is. That? Huh?
3: Who makes that? Maybe they should be taking ads because you like
0: them. Well, it was very good, except for the fact that it was sausage, and he ate it rather quickly, and was right before I was going on the air. So the entire time when me. I was talking, there was like this burp that was mm-hmm. lodged somewhere between my shoulders and my chin and would not release. I, 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 I was just talking like this, and I kept waiting for the burp to emerge. As soon as I got off mic, turned on the music. Bam It was beautiful It was it was a fabulous burp I was so sorry I couldn't share it With my listeners Oh well Oh well By the way It's 1245 in the morning On this November 12th I'm Dave Lefkowitz I'm here with Jeff Goodman We're doing Dave's Gone By Overtime And gospel will start Fairly soon Pretty soon
3: So we we're just doing Some new thing
0: a little bit For so then, Can we
3: sing? Let's sing about Jesus
0: Alright Oh How I love Jesus Oh how I love Jesus, oh, how I love Jesus, and Jesus love me. But See, hey, yeah. Jesus. Well, well I'm actually I'm talking about Jesus. He he, he washes cars in our local car wash. Oh, okay. But I pronounce it Jesus just to be different. <laughs> <laughs> I can love him, I don't have to believe in him. So there. Okay. Um,
3: well, you believe he existed.
0: I'm not sure. I mean, the the whole Bible could be technically just myths. But we don't have to get into that (laughs) very (laughs) time. Sorry. Yeah, let's see. Sorry, Ace, I know you're Uh, listening,
3: I'm sorry open that can of wine.
0: That's okay, she's probably the only one listening at this hour, but... um, No, she isn't. A a lot of people, you know, all
3: the people, they say, yeah, remember we put them all on the air? They say, That's true. Well, we are tons of people listening to this radio station.
0: Dave? You're right. Isn't that what you told me last week? Lots and lots of people listening. Well yes, like eleven o'clock, not twelve forty six, but maybe twelve forty six also, yes. If there were
3: only say five percent of the millions who were listening at eleven. Yeah. Then
0: that's a few thousand people. Right. So hey, a few thousand people. And uh, I hope you like my little song. So shall we do <laughs> news of the odd? Yes, do something There's <laughs> no, a odd, odd, news. odd odd news here on Dave's gone by overtime. Uh Man forgets car at gas station. Mm -hmm. A German man forgot his car after filling up at a petrol station in in Berlin. He just forgot about it and walked off home, said a spokesperson. Mm -hmm. Did he pay for the gas? I guess. After the car had sat blocking the pump for about an hour, a woman (laughs) working at the petrol station became suspicious. That's funny. He came straight back to fetch the vehicle and he had paid for, to do it before he walked off. So he, knew, he remembered to pay. He just didn't remember to take the car. So he didn't fill up either. He did, well, yeah. Well, he had oh, to pay and then fill. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. Well, that happens to me at the supermarket. I will buy the groceries, uh, take most of the bags, and I'll start walking out, and I'll forget, like, half the groceries that are still s- at the end of oh, the day. Yeah. Oh, which Yeah. yesterday.
3: Oh, you just reminded me about my Wendy's a little visit yesterday. What happened? I, we had the nastiest little Wendy's person dealing to deal with. Yeah. You know, I ordered, the, you know, my coat with the people who were working for me, their, their meals. And I got the, the all the meals. And they, they, I you know, she goes, she just, there. Basically said, there. You know, the, she gives you stuff on trains and says, there. Yeah. And I took it. And all of a sudden, I realized that she forgot to put my frosty on the train. So I came back, and I, sa- I said, oh, I've got to go ask her. And she was gone, and I said, oh, the woman before us forgot to give me a frosty. Yeah. And all of a sudden, and, and then, of course, she came back. And you know what she told me? What? I thought you didn't want it. I said, why would I order it then? I'd pay for it. Yeah. If
0: you didn't, yeah, what gave her that? It's
3: like, she was just so nasty. No.
0: oh, I'm sorry.
3: Oh, Ace is here, by the way. Okay. And, um... Yeah, and, and she was just so nasty about it. Oh, I thought you didn't want it. And I, I said, wait a second. Why would I order it and stuff like that? And I don't know. It was just crazy. And and she was like the nastiest
0: little thing. Well, did you complain? Did you ask for a manager or something Not like that? Yes. You, you should have taken the frosting uh, throwing at her. Uh, really? I mean, what would Dave Thomas say?
3: <laughs> well, the guy from T V.
0: Oh, that Dave Thomas. I thought you meant the um... the
3: founder of Wendy's.
0: Yeah. Oh, different. Team.
3: His yeah. name is Dave Thomas. No, he's Dave. dead.
0: He died. Not Dave back. Thomas, yeah. not the SCTV guy. No. He was, he, was, he was. You know, we haven't heard from him in a while. He was. Um, he's probably of the, in the cold white north. Yeah, great Yoo-hoo. white north. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm sure he's been doing cameos and stuff, or maybe he's been directing a lot. Yeah. Okay, anyway. Um let's see other news of the weird and by the way, is mako still alive D- did he die no Mako Ma- thank you um mako died is it mako or mako? I don't know. he died a couple of months ago it was recently
3: right yeah, yeah.
0: so why th- how did we get to that?
3: I was just thinking about that when we were talking about miss Saigon. I don't know why
0: oh oh okay
3: i I kind of felt at some point I'll ask you
0: yeah he he died recently, so there. How As does this show. <laughs> well, that's a good show killer right there. Perfect timing though, because we well, do so have to wrap Well, tell us one bit of no.
3: weird news that you wanted to say, and then let no, me no get actually, out here.
0: even the weird news is kind of lame. So let's just um, let's just wrap it up. Woo! I'm Dave Lepkowitz. I'm Jeff Goodman. We'll be back next Sunday, November eighteenth, with the 247th. Well, No, we won't. Well, you I actually know, won't you won't be here, and I'll be in San Francisco, but it will not be a repeat. It will be a new episode Part Game Fire. Yeah, if only. Part two with Athena Reich, singer-songwriter, and also Rabbi Saul Solomon will be doing a special Thanksgiving presentation. This is... Well, wait, oh, no, we'll be back next Sunday, so until then, don't <laughs> miss... Dave's lost his place. I'm tired. It's, you know, we're, we've been on like 51 minutes overtime oh, yeah. here. So, and don't any go complain about it. Not at all. I'm thrilled. Loved
3: every I second. Joy, not
0: every second. There were times when you opened your mouth when I wasn't so happy. <laughs> <laughs>
3: there were times when you shut off my microphone and I was going to kill
0: you. Exactly. So there we go. But we worked it out and we had a lot of fun. And I hope you had fun too, everybody. Remember, new episode next week and is thanks for Reich, the Adina Reich, the rabbi. And thanks for nobody calling and insulting Jeff. <clears throat> you just make me have to do it all myself. We'll be back next Sunday. Until then, don't miss your days going by. This is Dave Lefkowitz.
3: And Jeff Goodman.
0: Wishing you good night. Don't forget to write.
3: Thanks for not insulting me. And gone by. (laughs) Bye.